Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Ned Reynolds, Mikey intern. It's Friday. We're in the studio and we are talking sports. So, <laughs> first, how did Missouri State soccer make it out in the NCAA well, tournament? Well, this was a very tough and bitter loss for Missouri State. It's the second year in a row that Creighton has knocked them out of the NCAA tournament. Last year, it was here in town. A one nothing win for Creighton. Yesterday, doggone Creighton scores with two minutes left in regulation time. Otherwise, they would have gone to an overtime. It's a 90-minute game, and Creighton scores with, I think the time was 87-20 seconds or something like that. Kid kicked home a goal. 2-1, to one, Creighton beats the Bears and knocks the Bears out of the NCAA again. This is really tough. Missouri State's had a great year. 12 wins, 2 losses, 4 ties draws, they call them in soccer. But Creighton is also nationally ranked. They're a really fine soccer team. They get on the plane and head out to Seattle, Washington to take on the University of Washington this weekend. That's where the Bears would have gone. But the fact of the matter remains that the Bears gave it another great season. They're just one ninth, just just a, a smidgen away from getting in and further competition. They've been there before. They've been to the upper mm-hmm. rounds before, but it didn't happen this year. Why do those guys have our number? I don't understand it. Well, it's Creighton. Yeah, Creighton like it's us. unfortunate. You have a season like that, and it ends that quick, man. But, hey, they had a great season, and uh, hopefully they can learn from it. If they face them again next year for a third time, maybe that's the time we need to beat them. All right, the Missouri quarterfinals in high school football. It's going to be cold, cold, cold games tonight, aren't there? There's only one. Only only one tonight, So and it will be cold. <laughs> yeah, it will it be. It is in West Plains, and I don't know if there's a major difference between here and West Plains or not, but it'll be on the cool side. West Plains is playing Hannibal, and that is the only playoff game tonight. The rest are tomorrow afternoon. Uh, West Plains and Hannibal played last year in the quarterfinals, and Hannibal knocked the scissors out of it. But this time, the scissors get it at home, and I'll tell you, West Plains is a pretty doggone good football team. That's tonight. The game's tomorrow. Carthage and Lebanon playing in Lebanon. These are two of the really top Class 5 teams in southwest Missouri. That'll be a terrific football game. Reed Spring goes to Boonville to play. Reed Spring, folks, is really good. That's a Class 3 game. There are two games in Class 2. Liberty from way east of here, Mountain View, Birch Tree. They go to Seneca. That's a long trip for them. Seneca's had a great year. And Lamar, which is the reigning state champs and have been forever and ever, they go to Holden to play. Then in Class 1, Marionville from right down here in Lawrence County goes to Adrian to play. Adrian's just a little bit north of here, and that'll be all Saturday afternoon. So we have a pretty good little schedule of games coming up. We absolutely do. Um, You know, a few months back, Conversation got started about whether or not the uh, Kansas City Chiefs or Royals would remain on the Missouri side of the border. Maybe they'd be moving to Kansas. <laughs> now they are, or have announced that they are looking into building a baseball stadium downtown Kansas City, which is what I had assumed that they would do. I thought that was the better play. Do you think that's where they're going to go? Do you think they're going to keep the Chiefs where they are and just kind of make a football village, per se, more hotels? Of the, two, of the two possibilities, the Royals one is a lot more viable because it, it has been made public. And mm-hmm. the Royals have said yes by 2030, when their lease expires with the Truman Sports Complex, that they likely will build a stadium. Now, it hasn't been built yet. It's not in concrete. We've seen the designer's specs on it. And it looks pretty nice. I think it's going to be be in the power and light district. And their concept is that fans don't have to get in the car and go 
oh, a couple miles outside Kansas City to go to a game. Now, for moi, I think it's a terrible idea because I like the Truman Sports <laughs> Complex. not having to go into the city. In yeah. and out, yeah, and, yeah. and you have a comfortable circumstance. You have a huge parking lot, and it's, it's just convenient. This is probably going to be a little bit less convenient, but it does give a younger crowd the opportunity. Very true. You've been down there partying. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, let's go to the game. Yeah, yeah. let's go. You used All to right. be that way. You know, got 100, 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Don't as, frown on it. As far as the Chiefs are concerned, this, in my opinion, is a pipe dream by the developers in Kansas City, Kansas. They're putting in a huge new complex, almost a small city, over by the Kansas Motor Speedway. And it's all designed around new shops and apartments and all this sort of thing with the possibility that the Chiefs would be there. Build a new stadium and so forth. The governor is against it. The legislature is against it. How much control they have. The Hunts own the team, and the Hunts can do whatever the Hunts want to do. It's going to come down to taxes, I'll tell you that much. It will. Yeah, all day. Um, But hopefully that's just a play and they stay in Missouri because, honestly, I think that would be the best to keep that area and just make it all for the Chiefs. Let the Royals go downtown, and that will be a good thing. All right, so we got some weird news from uh, McCall Hardman yesterday. This abdominal thing he's got put him on the IR. What could it possibly be? That's yeah, I'm glad you asked that too because as much as, as medicine I was around, I don't know that's what That's what I'm is. saying. I have it's no clue. It's an illness injury. It's That's how it's described. An illness slash injury. I don't know how the two manifest themselves unless he has an infection of some sort. And that could be the case, but but regardless of that, McCole Hardman has been put on the IR. Now, there are several IRs in the National Football League. This one means he has to be out for four games, could come back after that. And according to the diagnoses coming from the doctors, he should be well. And this will give him a little bit of extra time to get better. But still, it's it's, it's a mystery. Curious. I saw that and I was like, God, what could it be? I want to. Do not ah, know. Well, maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. I'm sure by the end of this IR, we'll know what's going on with them because someone's going to squeal. Did you go watch the Lady Bears game last night? Did not. I saw it from afar. The comfortable <laughs> seat of your couch and the nice, warm comfort of your home. And it was. Believe- I'm wrapped up in blankets and uh, puffy jackets. So did they get the dub? No, they did not. Oh, that's, that's sad to hear. This is Oklahoma State they were playing in. This is a Big 12 conference team and a very good one. Oklahoma State's had some good seasons. They have a new coach, J.C. Hoyt. She's come down from UMKC and she's brought with her some of her players and they also have some transfers in there and they're good. This team shot almost 46% for the game at the Great Southern Bank Arena and the Lady Bears, Lady Bears offense is a little on the suspect side. They're not really great. They only shot 36% from the field. Final score was 73-54. to Oklahoma State led right from the very start. They're good, they're physical, and the Lady Bears play tough, but the Lady Bears still have some work to do. The field goal percentage has to get a lot better. 36% is not going to win very many. And their efforts from the foul line really have to get better. Missouri State shot 50%. Well, that's you say, well, that's, that's half. Yeah, that's not good enough. Not from the foul line. Not when you're working with free throws. No, it is not. So they have to get better on that aspect of things, and they have the chance. They're going on the road now to play some games. 73-54, Oklahoma State got the win. Well, St. Louis Cardinals have a MVP on their team, they don't do. they? They have Paul Goldschmidt, and to me, that's no surprise. There no. were others who said that Arnado might get it. Arnado did finish second in the voting. But you had to give it to Goldschmidt from the way he carried the team for three quarters of the season. He did falter down the stretch. 
and his 331 batting average fell down to about 317 for the season. But hey, that is pretty darn good. 317, he had 115 RBIs and 35 home runs. His slugging percentage was best in the National League at 578 and a great year. Paul Goldschmidt is the MVP. Nolan Arnauto second. Manny Machado of the San Diego Padres was third. American League, there was no question about it. Aaron Judge, yeah, New York Yankees. American League record, 62 home runs, 131 RBIs. He is, folks, a free agent, and he is marketing himself. Well, I'm predicting that he goes back to the New York Yankees again. I, I just think it would be an obvious choice. They're probably, arguably, the most famous sports franchise in the world, and I think he's going to stay there. Well, money talks, and the New York Yankees have plenty of it. <laughs> Um, so, Chiefs, originally Chargers game was supposed to be a mid-afternoon game, but now it's been flexed to the Sunday night game in Los Angeles. That means Ned's going to be up a little bit late, so am I. Ned Talk starts at 5. And it will be a 5 o'clock, as you mentioned, start. It was to have been 1, but now it's 5. Game will be at 7. I think it's going to be a pretty good football game, Mike. The Chargers are getting some of their receivers back. They need those receivers. That's what their offense is based on. They're, they do have... Eckler, who is a good running oh, back, yeah. but their receiving core, they're big receivers. And you get a Keenan Allen in there and people of that caliber, and they, they can be pretty good. They gave the Chiefs a pretty good fight in their game in Kansas City. Kansas City won the game, but the fact of the matter remains the Chargers have this one at SoFi Stadium. Chargers are good. They're not great. Chiefs should beat them, but I view this one as a trap game. We'll see what happens. Regardless oh. of that, it is right here. We'll hear it on the cave. You'll hear the pregame, the pre-pregame show, the Ozarks pregame show at five o'clock. Then the Chiefs pregame show at six. It's not a trap game if it's a divisional opponent who we always play close to, especially in the last five. Divisional years. opponent is spelled T-R-A-P. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, Mike Williams also is another threat for the Chargers that was limited this week too. So yeah, we'll he, see. He played in the first game. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Ned, have a great weekend. Stay warm, sir.